this is episode number 46. Um, this one is about elderly who commit murder in the U.S. First one, in 2015, 100-year-old Michael Juskin um, became the oldest axe murderer when he killed his 88-year-old wife in New Jersey. In April, Michael allegedly killed his wife, Rosala, Rosalia? I think it's Rosalia. Um, with an axe while she slept. After killing his wife, he then went to the bathroom and took his own life by slitting his wrist. A family member of Michael's said that he suffered from dementia. Is that how you say? Dementia. Dementia? Um, sometimes he was lucid and sometimes he wasn't, said the family member. Michael was involuntarily committed to a psychiatric... Psychiatric. Psych- yeah. A hospital in 2012. The Elmwood Park police chief said there was no criminality. Criminality? How do you say that? Criminality or violence in any in any incident at the Jeskins' home prior to the murder suicide. In September 2009, 98-year-old Laura B. Lundquist. I think it's Lundquist. Uh, allegedly strangled 100-year-old Elizabeth W. Barrow. Barrow? I think it's Barrow. Um, to death in a nursing home in Massachusetts. Holy shit, old people. Um, <laughs> Laura was diagnosed with dementia yep. before she was allegedly before she allegedly murdered Elizabeth. Laura and Elizabeth were roommates for about a year. Damn! Uh, the nursing home said that the woman acted like the women acted like sisters. They ate lunch together. They would walk together. They even said goodnight and I love you. Oh, that's even sad. Um, every night to each other. Elizabeth complained weeks prior to her death that Laura was making her life a living hell. Elizabeth's son told the nursing home to separate them because they weren't getting along. And the nursing home asked the woman... If one wanted to switch rooms between July and August of 2009, they both declined to move. Elizabeth didn't want to leave the room because she, because that was the same room that she shared with her husband. Oh my God. With her husband until his death in 2007. The night before the murder, Laura moved a table at the foot of Elizabeth's bed to block to block her way to the bathroom. Yeah, that was that was kind of like a dick move. I know. When a CNA noticed they moved the table out of the way, Laura allegedly punched the CNA. The day the day they found Elizabeth dead, they found her with plastic bags around her head. Oh my god. Um the table the table was also once again at the foot of her bed. Laura was Indicted? Indicted. Indicted? I will ask this the same fucking word a million times. Um on this on second degree murder charges. She was sent to a state mental hospital for oh man. Competency. Another word we're butchering. <laughs> Evaluation. Um Laura was believed to be the oldest murder defendant. In Massachusetts history at the time. 
Laura was never put on trial. At 102 years old, she was deemed incompetent to stand in trial because of her dementia. Because she was never put on trial, her murder charges still remained on the books. She was held at a psychiatric psychiatric hospital. So it, was, it just Damn. happened to be like a weird coincidence, but I believe three out of the four stories, the people who commit the murder had dementia. And it just happened to be like a weird coincidence. I'm probably going to pronounce that word wrong the whole time. All right. This one is in June 1990. 95 year old Oliver Bear. Barry. It's Barry. Either, it, yeah, it's either Bear or Bar. Um, bludgeoned. Okay. His 88 year old neighbor, Norma Marks, to death. Oliver allegedly confronted and accused Norma of poisoning 15 elderly tenants in the building and hexing his 90-year-old companion, Helen Carr. Oliver then used either a Ryan pipe, iron iron pipe, or a therapy bar. Yeah, because different articles, some, some referred said he used an iron pipe, some said he used a therapy bar, but I'm not really sure what a therapy bar is. Yeah, I don't know. But either. it was a blunt object. Um, to kill Norma. He told the police that he hit her in self-defense in self-defense, I'm sorry, because Norma tried to strangle him. Oliver was the oldest person at the time to be charged with homicide in New York City. He was arrested and charged with second degree murder. He pled not guilty and was released on bail on the conditions that he didn't leave his apartment except between 2 and 4 p.m. A month later, he was on the way to his appointment at the Veterans Administration Hospital with Helen. That's the 90-year-old thing. Okay. Uh... As they were walking, both Oliver and Helen were struck by a bus. Oh, my God. Helen survived, but some severely injured, and Oliver died. I mean, karma? I'm just saying, like, it was weird because it's like he was talking about he thought that Norma poisoned 15 elderly people and then hexed Helen, and then a month later after she dies, Oliver and Helen get hit by a bus. I'm trying like, to tell that you. That was just like weird and creepy. <laughs> like. I feel like that's like a, a paranormal story on top of it. Okay. Um, in 2011, 96 year old Amanda Rice Stevenson became the oldest person in Florida to be charged with murder. She allegedly shot her 53 year old nephew, Johnny Rice, with a 375 Magnum. No, 357 Magnum. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, handgun on September 25th, 2011. The shooting was over a domestic situation. Johnny told his aunt that he was going to evict her. Johnny and his wife, Deborah, took, took in Miss Amanda because she had nowhere else to go. Even though Johnny was allegedly scared of his aunt, he still took her in. Well, damn. Yeah, fuck that. If I'm scared of you, you're not in my house. <laughs> um, Johnny and his aunt had been in a lawn-running dispute 
which led to the cops being called multiple times. When Deborah came home, she saw Johnny dead in the front door. She assumed that he had died. In front of the door. Oh, sorry. Uh, she assumed that he had died of a heart attack. And Deborah couldn't get couldn't get the front door fully open, but she managed to get it open just enough where she could reach and touch reach in and touch him. He was cold. She called the cops, and when they got there, they were able to get through. They found that Johnny had been shot in the chest while he laid in the bed. How did he make it to the? It's not the front door. He that's he was in front of a door. Not oh, the front door. I'm like how the fuck did he get to the front door? Yeah, I misread that at first too. When I was like, what? Then I saw, oh no, it was he was just in front of a door, not the front door. Oh, okay. Um. They also found Miss Amanda in the back bedroom. She was taken to St. John's County Jail until May 2012. That's when the Department of Children and Families took charge of her. Two doctors said... Oh my gosh. (laughs) C-O-M-P-E-T-N-C-Y. Was non-resortable. The state found her mental incompetent as a result of dementia. See, any other time I could pronounce that word, but today in my mind's like, not today. Not today. <laughs> they said that she was incompetent to stand trial by a judge in July 2012. In October 2013, at 98 years old, the second degree murder charges were dropped. Because her charges were dropped, she was able to have her retirement benefits restored. She was able to go to a nursing home. She died September 12th, or I'm sorry, September 2nd, 2019, at the age of 104. Dying! Yeah, because she she also, I believe, had dementia. Um, She couldn't stand trial. And... She got to live the rest of her life at a nursing home. But us, like, 104, like, wow, she lived a long time. I know, that's all right. Do we have time for this, or do we need We'll break? take a break. Okay. Okay, time for our little crime stories. This one takes place in Tennessee. In 2018, a man slashed another man outside a... Pigeon Forge Hotel in Tennessee. This man was also attacked. This man who was also attacked was doing nothing but standing there giving out holiday cheer. Damn your holiday cheer. (laughs) When all of a sudden a man came up and decided to attack and slash a poor giant inflatable Frosty the Snowman. Why Frosty? He never did anything to anybody. Um, he, he survived. Frosty survived. Okay. <laughs> I gotta make sure we were on that level. <laughs> Fuck it, Frosty survived. Fuck yeah. Okay. Um, and they were able to save him and fix him up. Yeah, I wrote it like a, like a, I laughed how I wrote it. <laughs> Just you find it like, oh my God, that sounds horrible. And then you find out, oh, it's a giant inflatable, but he survives. Frosty survives. Okay. In 2016, 
30-year-old Asher Woodworth was arrested and charged with obstructing in, is that how you say it? obstructing? Yes. A public way. He dressed, he dressed as a tree while standing in the middle of an intersection. <laughs> he would slowly cross the street to block traffic. You know what? I ain't even mad at you, Asher. <laughs> Police showed up and told him that he had to stay out of the intersection. Asher said nothing. And the cops said, I'll accept your silence as you understand. The cops told Asher that he would be free to go as long as he stayed out of the streets. After the cops walked away, Asher went back into the road. The cops came back and arrested him. He had a $60 bond. He told the cops afterwards that he wanted to see people. He wanted to see how people would react to his performance and how it would impact people's natural core choreography. <laughs> I like Asher. <laughs> Not even mad at him. Oh, this is the prank story. Or the big, um, the elder murder story. All right. So that's the end of what, 46? 46. All right. So we hope you guys enjoy. Please don't forget about us. Keep listening. Rate. Uh, follow, subscribe. Yeah, do what you got to do. Thank you for everything. And we'll see you soon. Bye.